This is 7-5 Radio with Walter Yerkew and Peter Scoop Stanton. This is the radio show that will break your neck if your neck needs breaking. And here are the hosts of 7-5 Radio, Walter Yerkew, star of the biggest documentary movie ever made, The 7-5, and Peter Scoop Stanton, who starred in To Catch a Predator. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, one and all. This is Peter Scoop standing with Walter Yerkew on 7-5 Radio. We are at 75radio.org. That's the number, 75radio.org. We are live. It is approximately eight minutes after the hour on Saturday, December 19th, 2020. Walt, how are we doing tonight, sir? Well, I'm doing pretty good, man. It's starting to warm up down here in the Middle South. Um, I hate that nonsense of below 30. I hate that crap. Wow. <laughs> it is uh, approximately 33 degrees, according to the uh, thermostat here in the uh, Ford uh, vehicle. Anyways, first order of business, we always want to remember those members of the law enforcement community murdered in line of duty. Tonight, we want to remember Police Officer Jason Shipping of the Concord, North Carolina Police Department, end of watch, December 16th, 2020. His killer is shot and killed. Also, Police Officer Tyler Herndon of the Mount Holly, North Carolina Police Department, and a watch December 11, 2020. He was responding to a burglary call. His killer is alive and in custody. Also, we want to remember Detectives Winjen Liu and Rafael Ramos of the New York City, New York Police Department, and a watch December 20, 2014. Tomorrow or today, we it is the six-year anniversary when some piece of absolute trash named Ismael Brindley went from Owings Mill, Maryland, up to Brooklyn, New York, to give some pigs their wings, according to him. He walked up to the RMP where Detectives Lou and Ramos were enjoying a well-deserved uh, break and opened fire in the car. Fortunately for society and the human race, Mr. Brinsley went into a local subway station and killed himself. So a lot has happened in six years since these officers were murdered. These men were murdered because the Commander-in-Chief Barack Obama declared a war on cops. He didn't come out and say that he is declaring war on cops, but his actions have stated otherwise. Uh, Detective Ramos's funeral. Vice President at the time, Joe Biden, spoke at the at the funeral. Years later, during campaign stop for 2020, he trashed the police. So, anyways, uh, a couple good things also came out of this. Mrs. Ramos, correction, Mrs. Lou fathered a little girl. Correction, she gave birth to a little girl uh, when they brought. Detective Lou to Brookdale Hospital. They said, well, we can save a sperm uh, in case you want to have a child in the future. She said, okay. So she's the proud mother of a little girl. The wife of Detective Ramos started the Detective Raphael Ramos Foundation where they help underprivileged kids. Meanwhile, and for Ismael Brinsley, nobody remembers him at all. Nobody thinks about him or speaks about him. 
Now, mainstream media, of course, is only comes on the bandwagon when incidents like this happen. They say they back the cops, they support the cops. No, they don't. They talk about the police when it makes the news. Uh, over the summer, when America's cities were burning, they said they supported the police and thought defunding the police was absolutely crazy. But now, nothing much is going on other than Joe Biden is about to become the 46th president, and they mentioned nothing of this. Well, what's your uh, feelings on this uh, incident uh, from six years ago and the way so-called conservative media say they're friends of police but do absolutely nothing? Well, you know, six years is a blink of an eye in God's life. And the way it was six years ago um, when these uh, two fine officers lost their lives um, to uh, the actions of some POS, he you're right. We don't think about that POS. It, it, it's the cops that we think about. And at that time and place in 2014, it was a it was a time where uh, cops were uh, referred to as the good guys. <laughs> they were good guys, you know. When 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 it came down to uh, you know a cop shooting. You know, and 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 uh, you know, when the perp got killed, I, I believe most people, you know, not just NYPD people, uh, but you know, people across the nation, saying, "Well, the guy probably did something he should have," and you know, he got what was coming to him. Now it's it, it's flipped the script. You know, where God forbid, when a cop gets killed, you got people in the street saying, "Well, he's probably doing something he shouldn't have been doing. He got what he deserved." So the you know the flip and and is my, my point in saying that is there's no support from that man that you said that, that's supposed to be president next month. Nothing. Nothing. Not not even his his little girl that, that he's taking with him, you know, on a stroll through the White House. This is going to be an issue for the next four, eight, twelve, sixteen years. It's not going to get any better with this character in the White House because he's shown no support for the police. And he's also not spoken against all the people that were rioting, the Antifa, uh, those second city people up there that that, uh, claimed uh, some kind of sovereignty in in, in Seattle and Portland. He's never stepped out and and told them that you got to stop what you're doing. You know, and the police still have their hands cuffed by, by, by politicians and politics and that kind of baloney. It's 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 worse than it was in 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 the eighties, um, when 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 we were told to slow down on drug arrests because the, the jails were filling up um, with with the uh, with the then governor um, what's his name? Oh, yeah, Mariano. And you know the jails were filling up because it was based on uh, Rockefellers. Uh, drug laws from from the early late sixties, early seventies. So you know the, the, these cops are you know when they, when they put on that vest and that gun belt and head out on into an R and P and go driving around, their hands their their hands are tied. Their hands are tied. They're being told what to do by people that are supposed to represent the law, 
and they want you as a police officer to forget about the law, do what we want you to do. And a perfect reflection right. would be at Max at Max Bar on Staten Island. You know, police ignored it, which I would have done. Uh, and you know, the sheriff took over. Right. Anyways, uh, when we come back, we got some uh, good news going on. Also, uh, the son of Il Supremo, Andrew Cuomo, has done it again and again. Anyways, this is 75 Radio on Libby News and Radio Network. Uh, stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Patty, wife of former Congressman Steve Stockman. In Congress, Steve sought impeachment of Eric Holder for his corruption of the Justice Department and his fast and furious gun running that caused border agent Brian Talley's death. Steve called for arrest of Lois Lerner for her contempt of Congress as it investigated her targeting of conservative nonprofit groups. After four years, four grand juries, and millions of tax dollars, Steve Stockman is in prison. His case involved four checks to nonprofits. DOJ has one standard for Hillary Clinton, but another for folks like President Trump and my husband. We've spent all our savings, all Steve's retirement, and much of mine. Steve Stockman has fought for you and America. Won't you join me now to fight for Steve? To help, text FIGHT to 444-999. Text F-I-G-H-T to 444-999 or go to defendapatriot.com. Defendapatriot.com. Hi, I'm Dave. I'm seven years old. I'm sitting here in the corner having a time out until Mom comes to talk to me. All I did was cut my sister's hair. I was just trying to help. I guess Mom didn't like how I did it. In a minute, she'll be back and ask me if I know what I did was wrong. Maybe I shouldn't have cut her hair. And she'll say we all make mistakes because we're just learning about stuff. And she'll give me a hug and we'll end up talking about more stuff. No matter what you talk to your kids about, love is what they'll hear. I really like Mom's timeouts, and I think she likes them too. Yeah, I think they help her remember how much she loves me. A thought from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Visit us at mormon.org. I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. As a teenager, I gave my first public speech in my church. My hand shook, my heart pounded. I thought to myself, I can't do this, but somehow I did. And because I wanted to talk about things that were important, I persisted. I chided my church as a senior in high school for not seeming to care about the not yet born, for looking the other way and for not taking a stand on life. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life.
You're back, and Scoop is just getting back from posting insults on Twitter. This is still 7-5 Radio. You know, who needs Christmas music when you got the greatest bumpers in all of radio? But anyways, we're back here on 7-5 Radio, and now we have some good news. Uh, well, take it away. Uh, tell us what's going on with the 7-5 Project. Well, it, it, it's come to light. You know, it's out on um, uh, on the Internet now. Under, underneath, the, uh, if you Google the 7-5, um, you, you can find out more information. Um, the 7-5 um, has always been in, in the in the wings of, of being made into a, a feature-length uh, movie. Um, back in 2014, at the first showing, uh, Sony was in the theater when, when it was shown, and uh, they just loved it. And uh, they, they bought the rights to make the feature length. And uh, it, it bounced around a couple of times. They hired a director and a screenwriter, you know, and a producer, John Lesher from Birdman. Uh, uh, you know, the it's just been in, on the back burner for, for a few years. Um, uh, and uh, then about a year and a half ago, Ben Stiller, a Zoolander fan and Dodgeball fan and uh, Starsky and Hutch fan, uh, took an interest in the story and uh, has jumped on board to uh, possibly produce with his production company, uh, along with, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Mike DeLuca. And Mike DeLuca, uh, he was president of Sony back in 2014, 15, and 16, um, and he's with MGM, Mitchell Golden Mayor, right now. And uh, he got Sony to turn the rights over to MGM. Uh, so we have, you know, we have some big shots in there uh, working on getting this project off the ground. Uh, screenplay is in in, in progress. Uh, they haven't officially started any casting yet, um, and there are a few people that are out there, um, uh, you know, that are kicking around to, to play parts of certain characters in the movie. Uh, so you know, it, it looks like it's a go from now. On uh, and hopefully it'll be out sometime at the end of next year. You know, maybe the Christmas movie. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, relatively, rel- relatively good news. Uh, you know, to round out 2020, which has been mostly a horror show for everybody. Right. But well, here, here's my thoughts on this: uh, the seven five feature length film. I mean, Hollywood is a propaganda machine. Perfect example: a couple weeks ago, I posted on the blog about a gay cowboy Christmas movie. But I predict some changes in this 7-5 feature-length film. First, only Michael Dowd's name will be used, as the studio will not have to pay you, uh, Kenny, or Chicky. Martin Scorsese has done it in just about every movie he's ever made. Uh, Next, the four main characters will be all white guys, uh, including Chicky. So the director of production company won't portray Hispanics in a bad light. Also, uh, Detective Joe Hall uh, would be played by a black uh, person. And then Lieutenant Tromboli will be either uh, female, gay, or transgender, or something for, representing the LGBTQ MTA uh, community. And then the plot will go is that... Uh, say again? <laughs> He'd have his own trendy locker room. <laughs> right. And then uh, Mike Dowd and the uh, three other uh, individuals in the movie will continue to import guns and drugs into the ghetto so the black and brown people can die in the street. And the money made from uh, your exploits will be used to start a race war or support uh, 
white supremacist causes. Uh, so, mm-hmm. um, how far is it from the uh, truth do you think that will be? Yeah, well, you know, I, I you know, I, you know, it, it depends on what Hollywood wants to do to the to the story. Uh, you know, I always wanted Vin Rhames to play me. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. You never right. Know well, the only problem is that this. Well, the story took place about thirty-five years ago, and uh, Ving Rhames is about you know your age now, so it'd be kind of yeah. hard. But uh, who, who, who knows? Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ice Cube's son. Maybe Ice Cube's son can play me. Nah, because it, it's going to show black people in a, in a bad light. It's, it's, def, it's definitely going to be a white person, probably a, a former NBA player. Uh-huh. Well, maybe maybe Barack Obama's husband can play me. Maybe, but anyways, uh, moving right along, uh, the son of Il Supremo, Piccolo Supremo, or Andrew Cuomo, has proved once again that he literally wrote the book on leadership. This week, he signed a bill prohibiting the sale of the Confederate battle flag on public or state property, including the New York State Fairgrounds. Cuomo signed the bill knowing full well that it is in violation of the First Amendment. But anyways, bravo, Mr. Governor, because it's good to know that you have everything under control in the Empire State. The budget is balanced. No more COVID cases in New York. Bars and restaurants are open to capacity. And the people are moving back into New York and businesses are coming back bringing jobs. So with all that said and done, I guess he has the ban the Confederate battle flag. But anyways, uh, this law comes at a time where there is no rash of hate crimes of white people attacking black people under the banner of the Confederate States of America. But there are countless cases of black people attacking white people under the banner of anything and everything. Anyways, there are almost no Confederate flags flying anywhere, especially in the state of New York. Um, but this is nothing but more, nothing more than pure political pandering. Um, with everybody hating this guy, nobody uh, asking him to cook him dinner or take him out for a drink. Uh, so he has to do something to get all the liberals in uh, the five boroughs uh, uh, to like him again. So, anyways, uh, kudos to you, Mr. Governor. Um, another sign of failure. But just remember, ladies and gentlemen, his book called Leadership During the COVID uh, Pandemic is available for yours to read. Well, any uh, any opinion on uh, uh, Il Supremo or the son of Il yeah. Supremo? Yeah, 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 uh, I do. You know, you know, being, being a, 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 a New Yorker myself for uh, almost 40 years before I left down and came to the South, since, since I've been down here, and it's uh, 22 years now down here. I get asked all the time, you know, what's it like in New York? You know, people from the South who want to go visit New York. And, and a lot of them have that, that I've spoken to. And they come back and they tell me all the stuff that I sent them to, you know, uh, wouldn't really be on the, the tourist brochure, but where I sent them. Uh, you know, they, they enjoyed it. And and they they found New Yorkers to be you know quite presentable, um, and I said, well, they're pretty much like you because you know you got money in your pocket, you're sitting in their bar drinking Jack Daniels with five dollars a shot. So that's one of the reasons. But uh, of late, people don't want to go to New York anymore. From where where I am, they said 
you know, they liked it when they went, you know, a year or two or three or four ago. And now they wouldn't go if their life depended on it because of the Cuomo thing. And so, you know, Cuomo, you know, the I love New York thing is, is like Cuomo's uh, personal uh, uh, personal jingle. Um, he says he loves New York. He's driving everybody out. Uh, we don't know what the point is. So people aren't going to New York, not just because of the pandemic. Uh, even if the pandemic ended tomorrow, I don't think anybody would go and visit New York anytime soon until he gets out of office. No. And certainly businesses are now moving into New York, and people are still moving out. There's, there's nothing less. Think about this. All the... During the Trump administration, they had seven million more positions to fill than actual people to fill them. And all the states are doing gangbusters, except New York. I wonder why. But anyways, uh, moving right along, speaking of Cuomo, uh, Mr. Cuomo was accused of sexual harassing one of his staffers. Uh, the young lady uh, who is running for Manhattan Borough President uh, complained that uh, Governor Nipples i.e. Andrew Cuomo uh, sexually harassed her and was very abusive uh, towards uh, his staffers. Uh, the staffer's name Lindsay Boyle, Boylan, um, said that uh, Cuomo was uh, uh, very inappropriate towards her and has a reputation uh, for this. But in anyways, uh, our friend uh, Jack Antonio, who goes by the... Uh, we'll be right back, folks. Uh, more of a Cuomo later. Forming citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Dan Naraki. The second COVID vaccine is on the move after receiving an emergency use authorization from the Food and Drug Administration on Friday. Moderna's vaccine will move out from a Kentucky facility with deliveries beginning as early as Sunday. General Gustav Perna says the first shipments of shots have already left Moderna's facilities. Distribution of Moderna vaccine has already begun. Moderna has moved vaccine from their fill finish manufacturing sites to McKesson, who will serve as the central distributor. At McKesson distribution centers, boxes are being packed and loaded today. Trucks will begin rolling out tomorrow. The CEO of Operation Warp Speed also apologized Saturday for miscommunications over the number of Pfizer vaccines that were delivered to states this week. Many states complained about receiving fewer numbers of shots than promised in the initial round of deliveries. This is USA Radio News. For over three years, you've heard me rave about the MyPillow Premium Pillow from Mike Lindell. You've heard how they don't go flat. You can wash them and dry them. They maintain their shape, and they are made in the USA. Well, now you can get the best deal ever on a MyPillow Premium Pillow, the ones that started it all. You can get a standard or queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98. That's a $40 savings, and king-size pillows are only $5 more. This is the time to buy because that 60-day money-back guarantee is now extended to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio offer square, use my promo code USA. There you'll find this special and savings deep discounts on all the MyPillow products. But only if you go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio offer square, and use my promo code USA. Or Call 1-800-951-8175. Tell them you want the USA Radio special on MyPillow Premium Pillows. 
As negotiations over a coronavirus stimulus bill continue, Pennsylvania Senator Pat Toomey is raising an issue with the provision in the CARES Act that was passed earlier this year. Toomey wants to limit the Federal Reserve's emergency powers to provide loans to businesses, cities, and states, powers that it was given in the CARES Act. Senator Bill Cassidy believes that's a power that should remain with the legislative branch. He tells ABC News that Congress shouldn't be delegating its fiscal responsibilities to other agencies. If the Fed is going to have powers for an emergency, Congress can grant those powers. But Congress should not continue giving away authority to the executive branch, to the Fed, etc. That's not how our founding fathers set it up. They wanted Congress to actually deliberate. We showed we could deliberate quickly. We can get the Fed with the authority and the Fed with the money for whatever is needed. Uh, but I personally would rather power to reside where our founding fathers wanted it to be, in Congress, and not cede it to other agencies. This is USA Radio News. Wow, you're still listening? Here's more 7-5 Radio. Yep, they are still listening, and I got to put some more quarters in this payphone. But anyways, uh, before we were so really interrupted by the doors, uh, I was talking about uh, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo again, the same week he signed the Confederate flag ban bill, a female staffer named Lindsey Boylan, who is running for Manhattan Borough President, accuses Piccolo Supremo of sexual harassment. Now, I don't know if Cuomo was inappropriate with this lady or not, but to me, there's not enough evidence. However, if in the comment section of our website, uh, our friend Jack Antonio, whose real name is John Anthony, said that he has insider said that uh, Andrew Cuomo was uh, a womanizer, a woman beater, and like the uh, powdered candy. But again, these are all allegations, so we really don't know. But anyways, the media has been deadly silent on Governor Nipples. When Tara Reid came out accusing Joe Biden of sexual harassment, the media spent one day on it and killed it. But this is the modus operandi on the garbage media. They keep the lid on things on Democrats until until they're finally brought up on charges. And I guess the Me Too movement died uh, when a Democrat does it. But anyways, unless you're uh, – what's his name? Uh, uh, what's that the pervert uh, uh, sexual predator? Uh, uh, Biden. No, not Biden. The other guy um, that committed that so-called committed suicide mm-hmm. at the MCC. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein. No, Jeffrey Epstein. Unless I'm, you're Jeffrey I'm Epstein. I know. What can I tell you? <laughs> right, right. But anyway, so Governor Nipples, no media cover whatsoever. Don't forget uh, the governor's brother, Fredo Cuomo, works for CNN. But anyways, uh, there's another individual who's been accused of sexual inappropriate. Uh, Behavior. His name is Scott Bale. Uh, you remember from him from Happy Days and from Charles in Charge. Uh, I was a big fan of Happy Days. Uh, I could relate to uh, uh, Scott Bale's character of Church at Arcola because he was one of the youngest uh, characters on the show. And anyways, uh, Mr. Bale is a patriot. He is a conservative, and he does have a Twitter account. And not only do I follow him, but he follows us on the, the 75 Twitter account. But anyways, uh, he had a relationship with one of his co-stars named Nicole Eggert. Um, she claimed that uh, he he was inappropriate with her or had a relationship when she was below the age of consent. 
And she came out about 25 years after the fact. Now, Bayo has admitted he did have a relationship with Ms. Eggert, but she was of the age of consent. Now, here's the thing about sexual predators, especially from Hollywood. They have, they have a pattern of sexually abusing people everywhere, and people cover it up. Now, if you look at Scott Bayo, nobody else came out accusing him of doing anything wrong, number one. Number two, Scott Bayo is not one of these Hollywood types uh, getting involved with uh, shootings, car chases, overdoses, court dates, baby mama drama. You don't see him on TMZ. So, you know, it makes me wonder. Uh, it really questions uh, the validity of Nicole Eggert, who's done nothing in 25 years. But uh, according to the Me Too movement and the mainstream media and social media, uh, Scott Bayo is nothing but a sexual predator. But then Governor Nipples, it's nothing. Uh, well, what's your uh, what's your take on uh, Governor Nipples versus Scott Bayo? You know, it, it, it's always the same. <clears throat> if it's a, a woman who is making the allegation against a conservative, uh, you know, it, it just gets blown up. If it's uh, a woman accusing uh, a liberal, um, it, it it just gets squashed. You know, it, it, you know, it's the end of the story. As soon as somebody says something, it's the end of the story. Uh, you know, they 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 strung up uh, Judge Kavanaugh. You know, uh, two was it two years ago, a year ago, and right. I mean, you know, the guy had to go in front of the committee. With a cat with calendars that he kept since he was a kid, um, and it was absolutely nothing that that woman Ford could bring up that uh, was concrete in any way. Not even what concrete. Um, you had that uh, in in what was it in Georgia or Alabama uh, that that senator that was running and they had some old lady come on. And said that when she was in high school, uh, the senator was an attorney or something. Uh, you know, oh no, that was him. Roy Moore. He was right. He was a judge right. runner for uh, senator for Alabama. All right, and you know, and then earlier this year we had uh, a, a Biden female associate when he was a senator said you know sexual harassment and, um, during the presidential. Uh, 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 debate uh, on on the on the left side. You know, you had eight people calling him a, 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 a what did she call him? Well, more or less, he he's a sexual predator because I mean, there's evidence on there's photographs and video of Joe Biden acting inappropriately to, to children and other females, and there's also a uh, Rumor going around, I don't know if it's a rumor, but a very, almost a verified story that at a Christmas party, Joe Biden was uh, uh, getting fresh with a, either a wife or a girlfriend of his Secret Service detail, and fisticuffs was almost uh, thrown. And there's and, also you know, other rumors. It, it Go just goes to show you that the, these, the, you know, the, the, the left is, is pretending to be untouchable. Um, and and you know the the more you say you know you know give us you know give us the same play, 
you know, the more they ignore you and say that you're uh, you're a narcissist or you're uh, you're a psycho or you know you're just looking for your 15 minutes of fame, you know, when it's actually the other way around. Uh, you know, what goes around comes around. You know, if you pick on people long enough, you know, you know, if you hit that dog in the snout with that newspaper long enough, man, that dog is going to bite you. And these people are going to get bit. Um, and hopefully it's soon. Hopefully it's soon. Um, I'd like to see, I'd like to see Cuomo in front of a, uh, uh, a grand jury trying to explain that, no, I, I never touched her or it was consensual. Um, you know, you we down here in Nashville a few years ago, we had the mayor of Nashville. She was arrested uh, and, you know, out, booted out, of, out of, 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 of office because of improprieties with her bodyguard. Uh, you know, it, it, it just gets bit. Little people are getting nibbled at. But once somebody bites into them, it's, it's going to be fun. I'm going to enjoy watching Cuomo go down and watch his brother go down with him because, you know, they're, they're Two peas in a pod, those characters. Pick that Q-tip. Won't be no Q-tip. It won't be a big Q-tip that it'd be getting in jail. That's for sure. (laughs) Anyways, moving right along. Uh, Also, uh, don't forget uh, Hunter Biden. There's stuff on his laptop that he was doing uh, inappropriate things with minors in in his own family. Uh, I mean, forget the fact he was uh, uh, stooping his uh, dead brother's wife. I mean, they must keep like they like to keep the fa- in the family them Biden them crazy Bidens. But anyways, moving right along, uh, Walter, uh, what do you got in terms of uh, uh, Trump giving out uh, uh, pardons like Christmas cards? What was that? Who's giving out Christmas cards? I didn't get any. No, I said, uh, what do you have in terms of President Trump giving out pardons like their Christmas oh, cards? Yeah. yeah, he's you know he's he's at the end of his office. Um, uh, you know, there's nothing he could do about the election anymore. Um, uh, it's a done deal for Biden. So the last month that he's in, 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 uh, in office, you know, he's going to run pardons through the White House, uh, you know, quite quickly. He's going, he, I think he's got eight or nine lined up, uh, before the end of the week. Um, um, I, I don't know who they are. They're nonviolent, uh, uh, pardons. Is what they're going to be, you know, mostly mostly drug and white collar crimes. Uh, so he, you know, he's he's going to do what he can to, uh, to help out some people while he's still got a few weeks left. Right, and I wish uh, Trump would throw all these people that violated the FISA warrants, uh, lied on that sworn affidavits, that spied on him, spied on the American people. You know, he should lock them up. But, again, I guess that's not what they do in Washington, D.C. Like I always said, I've been saying for 10 years that nobody goes to jail in D.C. And here you have a clear cut case of voter fraud. First, we're told by the garbage media, there's no voter fraud. Then, there, you know, it comes out. Then there's, there's no widespread voter fraud. And there it is. And it's like, well, it has, it's not what you see. It's not... Is the voter fraud you see is not voter fraud. So, anyways, um, that's the world we're living in. It's absolutely reprehensible. But, anyways, when we come back, we'll have a, a Christmas wish for everybody. Hopefully, it's, it's as good as the political cesspools. Uh, but stay tuned, everybody. We're at 75radio.org.
As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. This is 7-5 Radio with Walter Yuku. I mean, Walter, your cow. I mean, Walter Kiwi. Uh, here's Walton Scoop. Thank you, James. Uh, Walt, why do we have that horrible voiceover during one of the greatest, best songs ever made in rock and roll? Oh, you're going to have to ask Mr. Edwards about that. Right. I mean, the only problem, and what's even worse, he reads it live every week, even when you're not here. But anyway... <laughs> But anyways, uh, well, uh, to say that 2020 was a rough year is an understatement. But this time, uh, I want to wish each and every one of you a very merry and blessed Christmas. Remember, the reason for the season is the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
And a lot of people need a lot of prayers this season, so please pray for those people who need them, especially our, our not-so-sexy intern, Mike Guerin. Uh, he's going through a rough patch. I mean, not only is he part of uh, 7-5 Radio, but he has other things going on. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, also I want to uh, remind everybody, take the time to reach out to loved ones, because when they are gone, they are gone for good. Um also, remember, the phone works two ways. I mean, who doesn't want a friendly phone call from somebody that they haven't heard for a while? Um, and when somebody wishes you a happy holidays or season greetings, reply, Merry Christmas, because the left has done everything in its power to remove Christ from Christmas and everything else, because the left hates Christ. And one of the reasons why they hate Christ is because all the Europeans uh, worship Christ, because when I went when I was stationed in Europe years ago, everywhere we went, there was churches on every corner. Just like in the, in the Irish neighborhoods back home, there's bars on every corner. Uh, well, uh, what's your uh, thoughts on this um, fine and merry Christmas season? Well, you know, it's been it's been a fabulous four years. Even though 2020 is it has been a uh, you know a, a ticking time bomb that goes off every once in a while, but hasn't wiped us out yet. Um, the last four years have been great um, with, with uh, Mr. Trump in, in the White House. Now we're going to have this guy. Um, he's going to be our second Catholic president, um, and we'll see what happens with this character. But for this season, uh, before next year starts, just you know, lean back, step back, and look around and see what you're grateful for, and pass it along because what you have is. is gone in the blink of an eye. Um, not not to get morbid or creepy, but I've had six deaths in the past week um, that were friends, family, and, uh, and extended family. And none of them from COVID, none of them from COVID, but uh, in the blink of an eye. Uh, three were untimely and uh, three just, you know, aged out. But it was just an awful awful thing that it can be gone in a blink of an eye. So, you know, look at, look after yourself, look after your loved ones and just, just pass off, pass it along. Pass it along. If you're wearing a mask and I'm not wearing a mask, you know, walk on by, you know, don't say something negative. If I'm wearing, if I'm not wearing a mask and you are, I don't say nothing to you because <laughs> there's nothing to say. I'm not wearing a mask. <laughs> right. But that, that's something else we can get talk about next week for the, the masks. Um, but uh, anyways, uh, well, uh, I want to wish you and your uh, family a very Merry Christmas. Well, I'll talk to you uh, before uh, uh, Christmas. But once again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please take that time. Uh, if you're estranged from your mom or dad or, or kids, I mean, get a hold of them. Because uh, uh, one of the reasons why I was on assignment last week uh, is to visit my uh, folks. And uh, mom uh, looked... Uh, didn't look too good, but anyway, she's making a rebound. But it was, it was good good to see him. And one of my biggest regrets now is I'm pushing closer to 50 and my parents are pushing uh, closer to the afterlife is that I haven't spent enough time seeing them because of all my different jobs with uh, public service, the military, or this uh, uh, current crappy job. Um, but that's another story. But if you got a chance, uh, once again, please visit your parents. Also, you know, remember, 
Christ. Uh, Walt and I, you know, we might not sound like we're uh, uh, Christians, but I mean, we're we're more God fearing now than uh, we were uh, twenty, thirty years ago. Even though we have issues with the church and uh, uh, the way they, they do things, and we can't even go to church. Uh, thank you, uh, uh, government. Um, you know, uh, the First Amendment says uh, Congress will not uh, prevent uh, free expression of religion. But look where we're at right now. Walmart's open um, for business, and they're doing pretty good. Uh, casinos are open for business, but uh, churches, no. Since they don't generate any revenue for the uh, state, guess what? They had to be closed. Uh, well, anything else there uh, before we close out for Christmas? Um, just that, you know, this thing with the closing the bars down at 10 o'clock and a hundred yards away in another town, they could stay open until two o'clock. You know, the Staten Island thing, you know, it's still going on in New York. And, uh, you know, New York is, you know, pretty much the capital of, of the United States, for lack of a better term, because it's so well known. Everything goes through New York. Um, and uh, it's just horrible to think that it's setting a precedent for other liberal states to go ahead, shut it down, don't worry about it. Uh, Alabama is shut down until the 21st of next month. You know, of course, at the inauguration, you know. Uh, (laughs) It's just unbelievable. I mean, you you can't even go to Hooters and enjoy wings and boobs on Christmas Eve, you know, with with ice-cold beer. Uh, It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous taking taking that away from everybody. Um, I just don't understand... uh, you know, everybody should be dead, according to Cuomo. Everybody should be dead that didn't wear a mask this year. Uh, so, you know, I'm just disgusted with the pandemic. Um, and I think uh, after talking about it the last six months, people know where I stand with, with it. Right, exactly. And uh, speaking of New York and the pandemic, uh, these restaurants have to bend over backwards to remain open for business. So if they don't, if you don't have the partition or the social distancing or any other, all these other art, asinine laws, you get big fat fines. So these businesses are struggling to stay open. These mom and pop restaurants and bars and whatnot, you know, paying these people a waste staff get below minimum wage. They live on tips. Uh, they're giving them big fat hefty fines. So I mean, the uh, uh, state regulators they're getting paid every two weeks, even though the uh, state is billions in debt. But, you know, Joe's Bar down at the corner, uh, they're getting $1,000 fine, which is absolutely ridiculous. And hopefully we have a, another uh, Pataki to throw this Cuomo as, as keister because it's just people are actually fed up with it, with Cuomo. Uh, my last trip to New York yeah. was just there's actually nothing going on in the Empire State because, granted, everything's <laughs> shut down. And uh, yeah, also with the – go ahead. When, when, you know, in, in the beginning of this pandemic, each and every state, you know, made its own uh, 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 bylaws because, you know, Mr. Trump said, all right, you know, you, you people are smart enough. You're, you're governors, you know, set some standards. And, you know, uh, maybe that was a mistake because they panicked. Uh, but every time they panicked and said, all right, shut it down, shut it down, shut it down, he was promised that we're going to open up in a month. His promise we're going to open up by May. His promise we're going to open up in June. And these, these, these small, like you said, mom and pop places, you know, they were holding on and holding on and holding on. Um, it would have been better for the mom and pops if all the governor said was shut down for a year. Shut down for a year. That would have prepared people 
to say, all right, I'm going bankrupt. I might as well just go bankrupt now. I might as well just turn it in now instead of spending my whole life savings trying to keep it open. Uh, a lot of people would have been in a lot better shape if we just shut the whole thing down or left the whole thing open. Uh, this price of being open in three weeks will be open in 10 days. You know, we're going to open up on the 25th of, of, of uh, August. You know, that, that was a lot of empty promises. They knew they weren't going to open. They knew it. But you got people pouring all their life savings into staying open, you know, and keeping their vendors paid and paying their rent and their electric and everything else. Um, it just it, it just destroyed people. It just destroyed people. And, uh, you know, claiming bankruptcy when you broke, it, they, they should have just shut it down and saved their savings, you know? Right, exactly. Right. And uh, this year for um, for CPAC, they're having down in Florida because Florida's open for business. They're doing booming. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, the state of Maryland and uh, Prince George's County, Maryland, it will be losing a ton of money. And, unfortunately, yours truly won't be uh, uh, shut out this year because I can't even go because it's way out, of, <laughs> way out of state for me. But uh, it, it's just absolutely ridiculous. You know, and that's the difference between voting for on the left and voting for the right. And I'm sick and tired of Republicans. I'm a registered independent. But states like Texas and Florida, they're doing great. States like New York and California, uh, they're doing awful. Meanwhile, you see the governors uh, with uh, family gatherings, 10, 12, 15 people in the house. Uh, they're not wearing any masks. And then uh, when they get caught, it's like, oops, my bad. And, you know, nothing happened to them. And the, the media says nothing about it because it's, the garbage media, and they're all in on it. But uh, anyways, not, enough about that. But uh, next week we'll be talking about uh, our uh, future for 7.5 Radio, what we have coming in 2021. Uh, but as, for Walter Yerkew, this is Peter Scoop Stanton wishing everybody a very, very Merry Christmas. And we'll talk to you uh, via New Year's Eve special, I guess, or New Year's Eve special. But anyways, uh, once again, uh, for Walter Yerke, this is Pete Scoop Stanton. Uh, you can make a difference. Go out and make it. Song, everybody. Edwards for 7-5 Radio. For those who work the streets and the jails, thanks for keeping us safe. So long, everybody.